So Meg, how great is it that we are introducing a new feature to the podcast? Field trips. Field trips. So unlike days of yore when it was you know, doing sports that we hated and sweating in Central Park and wishing we weren't there. These are field trips that we really want to be part of. We're taking our recording device and we're going out into the field and talking to people about New York in the 80s who were here in the 80s. And we've begun, of course, with our first field trip. If obviously it had to be at the nexus of all teenage activity on the Upper East Side, Dorian's. So what we did is we parked ourselves at the bar and we talked to one person on our left and then we talked to one person on our right and we got a bunch of great stories and we hope that you enjoy them. Field trip, field trip, field trip, field trip. Um, okay, here's here's the meme. This is the sort of Rubenstein adjacent, 84th Street Gang adjacent Dalton story. So, sixth grade, the last year, the last, the first and only year I have friends in my high school until senior year at my school, I'm hanging out with all the D&D players. And I'm really happy there. I don't know why I didn't just hang out with them. One of them is named You wouldn't know Okay. Laird, um, but as these scenes kind of break up, Laird, um, who's not one of the rich Dalton kids, he's like one of the Yorkville Dalton kids. Uh, he's like in a building on, I think he's a building on like, you know, one of those red brick kind of buildings on East End or 84th, like, or like kind of, yeah. Um, and Laird, oh no, it wasn't, this is a little more complicated than that, but. Laird is the first one to really get into the D&D group kind of collapses but Laird's the one who gets into throwing stars and oh, dark no. eyes um, oh, no. the reason I confused him and then he sort of became a dead he became like a trouble kid but now he's a deadhead survivalist very much in the Rubenstein mold like you know he's got long hair he tra- but the reason I thought of him and this is the story this is the rough story so 10th grade I'm briefly friends with this horrible fucking kid named Philip and Philip doesn't have any friends at Dalton either. But the reason he doesn't have any friends at Dalton is because he's such a fucking asshole that A, no one will hang out with him. And B, his entire social scene is at York Prep. And it's rare. I mean, Dalton kids really, Dalton kids hung out, when they hung out with other kids, it was mostly other co-ed schools. They'd hang out with River, Riverdale, Fieldston kids. So, and, but Philip, you know, very rich, kind of like evil style, evil sense of style jock, um, but jockey. Hangs out with these York prep kids mostly, McBurney kids. Um, does a lot of drugs, no one, but it's just mean. But we're friends for a little while. Um, before we eventually got in a big fight, in a fist fight, that began. You got in a Well, yeah, because he. We stopped being friends. He turned on me really quickly, as people do. And then he started tormenting me in the hallways, like junior year of high school. And he would say things to me, because this is that moment, where he'd say things to me like, my clothes are worth more than your entire family. No, no. My clothes are worth more than your life. And, like, and he would like mean this shit. And he would just like, torment me. And I, like, my dad, my stepdad, was like, I was like, what do I do about this kid, you know? And my dad's like, well, you know, I'd, 
could have been me. Like he grew up in like Michigan. The depression is right. like hit him in the head with a plank. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, he's like, so he teaches me some basic fighting moves, and he's like, but don't, don't fight him, just slap him. And I was like, why slap him? He's like, because that's really humiliating. Just slap him. And so I leave AP History. Phyllis hang out in the hallway with like Liz something and somebody else where he'd always torment me whenever I walked out and I walk up to him I like I go get some water he gives me shit the hallway's totally empty I lean over and I slap him and then I walk back into AP history he finds me a little while later and we get into like a one blow a piece uh, fist fight at lunch that's it but the story I was going to tell you which is all, which also feels emblematically oh, 80s sweet hold like, on Back off of that story. We just we each we each landed right? no, we each landed like one blow. We were separated. We I had a class to go this to. We never spoke again. Fights broke out once in a while. We, 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 didn't, have, we, didn't, have, we didn't have that. We were we were yeah. in all girls school. We don't know what that is. We would just ruin you so much. <laughs> right. But ask your ask ask your ask the guys you hung out with from collegiate. It would have been the same thing. Or the Trinity kids. It would have been the same. Probably. Maybe not the Trinity kids. But yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it was just, I mean, we got separated fast. Um, and then, but then, you know, we just gave each other room after that. It never kind of came so up you again. you won. Yeah. You won. You, said you got exactly yeah. what you Yeah. It was great. It felt great. Ah. It felt great. Field trip. Field trip. Field trip. Field trip. Let's have a moment. Right. So long story short, so uh, I was to be married about two weeks ago to a lovely man because I also live in Cannes, um, and he's from Cannes, but he's also Tunisian, and so there was this whole situation going on, and I get back to Cannes. I'm here at Cartier in New York. I bought him his ring, blah, 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 all this stuff. I go fly over there, and... Uh, I wake up in the next... He picks me up at the train station. Like, total romantic story, right? Wait, I, which train station? The train station in Cannes. Oh. The main right. one. We're still in So I'm, I'm, I right. was going from... I went from New York to Paris. My designer who made my dress in Paris went to pick up my dress, took the train to Cannes. Like, the whole romantic love story. Yeah. Yes. Got to Cannes. He picked me up. I fell into his arms. He held me in his arms. I had all these suitcases. da 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 my whole life was changing. And um, the next morning I woke up and he was gone. And all the Cartier was stolen. Everything was taken. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Not at all. And I was literally on the floor crying in the hotel room. And my girlfriend who's there, because I, I mean, like I said, the wedding was planned. Completely planned in Tunisia. So all my bridesmaids, all my friends, that because like I said, I live in France, and so I live in Cannes, they said, nope, get off the floor. We're going to the police station right now. Went to the police station because it was over 10,000 euro. He said, they said, if they don't, he doesn't return it, he's going to go to prison. Of course he is. Yes. So he, they call him because, oh, mind you, he had also blocked me after he stole everything. Right. Because he's a crook. Exactly. Oh so... So, so sorry. no need to be sorry. This is a life lesson. I, I'm, I'm one of those ballsy bitches. I live by the seat of my pants. I'm, not, I'm a musician. I, but I'm also a very independent woman, you know? Can I ask you, like, 
I mean, I've been, you know, had moments of just like, I thought you were someone you weren't. And what it does to me is I don't trust myself anymore. Exactly. My own judgment. Like, screw that guy. That guy is awful. Well, that's the thing. It's like, how do we know our own... you want to love yourself. Yes. And that's... how do you trust yourself after that? And that that is the thing. And then, and also being a single mother of a daughter who's 20 years old here in the city of New York. My daughter's 19, Okay, so, like, how do we, like, navigate that whole situation, you know? Like, teaching her my mistakes, like, holy crap a dolly, you know what yeah, I mean? absolutely. Um, you know, it's just, it's an interesting perspective, you know, being a mother, having gone through this at my age, at 47 years old, mind you. Um, but thankfully, I have an amazing support system. Thankfully, I have my music career. Thankfully, I have my daughter. You know, it's, it's, it's all lovely. But, yeah, and, and the police called him and got all my stuff back. Oh, my God. Yes. So the mystery continues. So happy to hear that. The mystery continues. So um, they called him because it was over 10,000 euro. It would have been a felony. So he returned it immediately. And um, supposedly it's like something they do there, you know? Or they and scam I got, people. I got, got sucked scammed. into Yeah, I got sucked into it. And mind you, I'd also have been single for seven years. Seven years, I really worked hard on myself, working on my music, being a mom, and uh, it still happened. It happens. It can happen at any time to anyone at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? Look, we have to be open enough to trust people. Absolutely. We have to be... You trusted me right now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to tell me your story. Absolutely. But this is a universal connection that's happening right now. You and I, and and your desperately seeking (laughs) podcast... From the 80s. I love it. But this is like a universal connection. Like, I str- excuse me, I strongly believe in that these kind of moments, we have to nourish those moments because what else do we have? We're going to be dead tomorrow. You know, that's kind of how I look at, look at it. And like I said, even being single for seven years and planning it and like being cautious, it can still get screwed up. I hope we'll stay in touch, actually. Because, Absolutely. Like- Absolutely. You're stuck with me now, girl. Yay. I'm very happy about that. Um, Because I think about this often, like about how how important it is to be open, but also protect. And how to make that balance, how to figure out what that balance is. It's a very challenging balance. It's a very challenging balance, and I'm still figuring it out today. And for you to be two yes. weeks out of, I'm sorry, yes. a traumatic experience, yes. whether yes. you are like reflecting the trauma right now, I mean, there's no question that's a traumatic experience. Very traumatic. It was really, To have your trust broken in that But in that regard, too, way. like waking up to, I mean, literally the photo I have of all the Cartier boxes just emptied, it was just like, oh. Like, knife in the heart, you know? And the first time I let my heart be open again. Right. Like, now what do I do? You know All right, I mean? well, that's a question. Yeah. When do you date again? I'm not going to. I'm just going to have lovers. Field trip. Field trip. Field trip. Field trip. Because the thing is, like, Brad, who had a metabolic thing going on, is dead. And the way I found out... Well, I think we, we found out through, like, Dalton alumni, whatever, that Brad had, like, passed in Vegas. Um, 
but then like yeah but then like a couple years ago some Instagram story post goes viral because it's this woman who's 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 um tag handle whatever is the hose mentor or the home mentor um her thing goes viral because she's like my sugar daddy's ghost won't stop hassling me i'm being haunted by my sugar daddy's ghost (laughs) basically brad turns out to have spent his last days in vegas um being sugar daddy to this to this sex well to to a dancer at least possibly an escort or sex worker um and she was in his will and everything and there was a big fight with the family over whether or not she should receive stuff um but she also did the, but then his ghost wouldn't stop haunting her and she went on she went on Instagram and was like to tell off the ghost and apparently she's like Brad, you bought me my first Birkin bag. You bought me my first whatever. My, you, bu- you bought me my first Birkin bag. You bought me like you know my first Louboutins. You bought me my first horse. Horse. <laughs> and she's like, but you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> my, my bodyguard, who you thought was gay, I was fucking him the whole time. <laughs> Field trip, field trip, field trip, field trip. It's a shame, really, you know, that that it's men that do this to women. Yeah, it is. It's really sad, pathetic, annoying, frustrating, confusing. You have a daughter. Do you have a son? No, I just have the one child. I have a son, and I worry... I thought, oh, because I have a daughter, I hear from my daughter that guys haven't gotten any better. So I'm My like, daughter how? says the same thing. It's terrible out there for her. She's like, Mom, I don't even want to date. I really so don't I'm like, even... if the guys my age, I thought were, you know, not awesome... You would think it would get better oh, no, over generations. Got, no, 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 no. It's gotten it worse. It hasn't. No, it's gotten worse. It has It's gotten worse because now there's all these applications for dating, and they're swiping, and they're doing this, and they can get punani at the snap of a finger now. And it, I feel There's like no chivalry anymore. As a mother, it's my responsibility to raise my son better. Absolutely. Don't exactly know. But you also how. have no control and you don't know how, and it's a whole another generation. And like I was just discussing with you know the bartender here. It's like when I was a flight Chris. attendant, we had yeah, I had I had a pager, I had to go to this payphone. Like everything's different now. It's just that we have right. to navigate differently. You know, we have to navigate differently. It's the same thing with emotions and people and humans and and and, 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 and interaction. You know, it's just it's different. It's different. Are exactly the same, and what I I don't know how you feel about your daughter. I feel like my daughter is a better version of myself by far. Thank you, Jesus. 
Let's have a moment, you know, like, uh, yeah, she's very different, though. I'm much more of an extrovert, and she's definitely an introvert. Oh, my God. Yeah. My daughter's, my daughter's an like, introvert, too. Stop it, Mom. Stop saying hi to everyone. Stop. You know. <laughs> Stop talking to podcast people. <laughs> Field trip. Field trip. Field trip. Field trip. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's like a totally NSFW. Uh, here's what was so fucked up about growing up on the Upper East Side: child or divorce at a certain moment. Actually, they both are. But okay. First one is has a birthday party in fifth grade. Um, I don't think you can actually tell the story. But John, so birthday party in fifth grade. Here's what I remember: his mom was a shrink. We all go over there. Um, his mom was like a nice, you know, hosting mom. Uh, I think he and David shared opposite sides of a very big room. And we're sitting around, David's out or he's away, or maybe he comes back at some point. All I remember is that John had had, here are the details I remember, John had had hernia surgery at some point, and he had a Snoopy stuff, stuffed animal someone gave him, gave him a, he, that he'd put a Band-Aid on the crotch of. This, this, like, this, like, stays in my mind. No, that's fine. That's not the story. This is just, like, scene setting. We were sitting around to watch a movie. I can't remember what movie we were watching. It was, like, you know, like a slightly raucous boys movie, but approved, you know, for good. But David's older, and David's got all these porn mags. And we're all sitting around looking at David's porn. And I'm looking at Hustler, right? And I just cannot really believe what I'm seeing. Yeah, that's um, raunchy shit. Yeah. And so I come home the next day uh, after my sleepover. And my mom was like, how was it? And I was like, it was good. Now, my mom, I think I must have understood by now that my mom was a, my mom was a libertine post-divorce anyway. Um, but I was like, yeah, but we were looking at these porno, we were looking at these, these like dirty magazines. Remind us how old you are. I must have been 10. Nine? Nine. Um, we were looking at all these like dirty magazines and like there was a woman, you know, putting a guy's dick in her mouth. And Did you use that word dick to your mother? I don't know what word I used. I might have said penis. Okay. Um, and my mom was like, yeah. And I was like, is that okay? And she was like, she was like, yeah, it's fine. And I was, I was like, do you do that? And she was like, she's like, no, but it's still okay. <laughs> Oh I think she said, no, I don't like it, but it's still okay. Oh, that's so sweet. Field trip, field trip, field trip, field trip. What are the odds that my math teacher in 10th grade would run for the presidency of a newly liberated Haiti and get assassinated? What? What? Mr. Volel. Yves Volel. Uh... One time, if you didn't want to study geometry, you could get him talking about, about you get him talking about like techniques to resist torture that he learned in Haiti, including slicing the thing that holds your tongue down with your teeth, with your own teeth to resist torture. One time, I was talking in class in the back, and he like threw a piece of chalk this big at me, like tiny piece of chalk, hit me square in the fucking forehead. 
He leaves Dalton because Haiti's been liberated from the Duvaliers to run for elected office and is assassinated. He leaves Dalton, and within a year, he's assassinated. Yeah. Field trip, field trip, field trip, field trip. So that was our first field trip. What do we think? Well, it was good to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt very sociable. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved it. You know, I think every look, every time we get anyone to respond to what we're doing, it, it it never gets old that there's a connection, right? Yeah. You're at the topic, just age group, whatever it is, there's, you know, the connection is very exciting. So and the idea so, that it's sparking things in other people is exactly. very Exactly. And gratifying. watching their faces as they're like, oh my God, that I remember. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a thumbs up and, and to be done frequently. Yeah, let's do some more. All right.